Hello, y'all. How's everybody doing out there? My name is Drake, and welcome to The Ascent. I'm here with my best friend, Ronald Wang. And hey, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? My name is Ronald Wang, Ron, Ronald, whatever you want to call me. I'm here, like Drake said, with my best friend, and we're going to discuss some very important issues. That's right, man. That's right. It's a crazy world we're living in right now, man. I feel like a lot of crazy things, but I feel like our generation has the promise to be incredible and really be on the road to prosperity. And that's what this organization we've started, Empower, is all about. Empowering the youth towards a better tomorrow. That's why we're here. Let's go and hop into the pod, man. Let's go and hop into the Let's pod. Go. As soon as this music fades, it's loud as a mug. Yeah, here we go. All right, all right. So... Obviously, we had um, one crazy week last week, that's for sure. Um, we had the Capitol Hill, you know, CNN's over there calling it a terrorist plot, insurrection. Um, Fox News may call it a, a protest that got, got out of hand. Look, bro, regardless, it was crazy and it shouldn't have happened. And it was a scary event for all of us. Um, plenty of people were surprised. Uh, both of us weren't really surprised. I mean, you can elaborate on that, but I feel like it was a culmination of a lot of things that were bubbling underneath the surface in this country. For sure, for sure. I mean, like you said, a lot of people may be surprised, but I'm really not, especially after, you know, all the things that happened last year in 2020, man. Man, that year was most definitely a curse, if you know what I'm saying. Curse, 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 man. As as little baby said, you know what I mean. We don't had a hell of a year, ain't that for sure? We all went through it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, you know, the Capitol Hill attack, um, and I think five people died, and one of them was a was an officer, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, scary scenes. That's for damn sure. I mean, but you know, like as 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 we've said, like it was the culmination of. You know, if we can, obviously, we're not trying to dive too deep into this because this isn't a strictly political podcast. But all we'll say is just like the country is in an incredibly divided place. I mean, you're talking about like partisanship of a scale we have not seen, at least in our lifetimes. Um, you have the media and social media creating these bubbles that people can get themselves into to the point where someone can get radicalized to the point where they think it's OK to storm the Capitol. You know what I mean? And it happens on both sides of the aisle. These, It's this like cycle, this feedback cycle. All you're hearing is your own narrative. All you're hearing is your own folks. And it's it's created this terrible thing, man. Exactly. Yeah. And and I like how you acknowledge that it happens on both sides because, um, you know, whichever political party you associate with, um, you might not agree with this, but you got to acknowledge that most of the information that you're receiving from you know, your TV or your phone screen or your computer, uh, you know, these companies are feeding you what you want to see. And, mm-hmm. and so all you know is, is arguments for your side and, you know, you block out all the other noises. And I feel like that's a, a major contributor to the events last week. And um, a lot of the, um, political events in the last year or even since Trump got elected, I'd say. Yeah. And I'd argue even longer that this, you know, like it's, it's so, it's so like entrenched into how America does things now. 
And what we're talking about on this pod is like how it affects the youngest generations. Like imagine like for older people who might be listening to this, like imagine the first catastrophic event that you grew up with as an American youth is 9-11. And then all of the political instability that came with that, you know, you start two wars and you have nothing being done. Then you go into a major world recession and all the political instability that comes with that gridlock, partisanship, division, country just gets divided and divided and divided and divided and divided. And you're forced to pick a side. Exactly. Um, it's it's definitely scary. Um, but like, like Drake said, we're here to help. We're here to come up with a solution for it. Hopefully we can make some great changes to our generation um, for future generations um, because this has to stop. It has to. It's Absolutely. not going. It's not going in a in, in a healthy direction. Um, and if this keeps on going, I mean, you saw what happened last week. Um, I could only imagine what will happen in the future. That's facts, man. That's facts. Well, it's twenty twenty one. We've turned over a new leaf. So let's start talking about a little bit of positivity. But I guess exactly. first, you know, first we'll talk about where the youth is i mean we see me and ron we went to school together we went to uh went to a prep school up in western massachusetts in the middle of goddamn nowhere <laughs> and i mean you out there at, uh gill mass y- y- y'all can look up that town I-, I don't even know if it has a thousand people in it and you know we-, we we kind of grew up in that place we came in as little boys and we came out you know trying to trying to make our way in the world and we, we were exposed to a lot of things and just seeing our generation and all the problems that came with it and also all the promise that we have. I mean, no generation has ever been inundated with such technology, such potential to be great. Like <laughs> you can literally transmit information at the push of a button. That's something that we grew up with. And that's, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely crazy, especially um, over there where people come from all different backgrounds, different countries, different cities, different religions or whatever um and seeing how everybody um having access to the same resources uh it it was it was not new to me because my background uh i've always had uh, i was lucky to have the opportunity to go to school like that and and growing up i've always had access to these resources but drake you you didn't right you can talk a little bit about your background. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, that, that that's a that's a beautiful thing about our friendship. Like we we've always we we came from two completely different backgrounds, but there was always just common humanity that brought us together and just just showed a lot of us at that school and particularly for some like two people like us that like it doesn't matter your race or your creed or whatever. Like you can be you can be boys. But, you know, for me personally, like I came up in uh, working class Atlanta um, 04th war. It's currently gentrifying, but at the time we moved there, it was a rough, rough, rough place, man. Grew up to the, or I grew up next to the biggest portion of section eight housing in the Southeastern United States. Um, and being bred in that type of environment, um, creates a lot of anxiety for you. A lot of hurdles that you have to climb if you want to ever reach success. And that's something that holds back a lot of America's youth and even if you aren't come from a, a troubled background growing up in poverty or growing up living paycheck to paycheck or whatever, like there are so many hurdles for this younger generation. Like 
we, we talked about this social media it's not just a political adverse effect it's a cultural adverse effect like it makes people crazy bro <laughs> yeah um and, and i'd say that affects people from my background even worse because they have access to all these resources you know they grew up with with phones they grew up with computers uh they, they have access to all these technology um at a very young age and you know starting uh, as a kid they had access to information that that could impact them down the road um that could form their worldview um and and i think people don't realize how impactful social media and and how these uh this information that kids are getting from social media could impact them in the future they never think about that you know what i mean that like it's not something that crosses your mind like like you don't think about the time when you're on instagram scrolling through or you're on snapchat scrolling through like oh this is really having a bad effect on my mental health but like i think it's something that more and more people are talking about now i mean i think the depression at this point is kind of normalized but when they first came up with the idea of we're going to have social media, I mean, what Mark, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg was thinking, wow, Facebook <laughs> and all the and all the uh, and all the umbrella companies that came with that could ever have such an adverse effect. But no, here we yeah, are. Yeah, of course not. I mean, have you seen uh, The Social Dilemma, the Netflix documentary? It's crazy. It's crazy, yeah, I mean, man. I think there's this dude. Um, he was. He had a weird position at Facebook. I think he was the one who invented the the Facebook like button. Um, yeah. And and he was talking about how the original intention behind creating this like button was to spread positivity. If 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 you could even believe it, you know, the, <laughs> the original intention was to spread positivity. Um, and and look what it turned into now. People get insecure because they don't get enough likes. Um, people compare their likes with their friends or whatnot. You know, it, it's crazy. It's, it really is, man. It really is. And everybody's comparing themselves to another. Like, you can never just be comfortable being yourself in this culture. Like, you always, due to the fact that you're scrolling through, even for, even for men, obviously, it affects women in terrible ways as well. But, you know, it, it, we're, we're both young men, and we're speaking from our perspective. When we're scrolling through Instagram and you see LeBron, or even uh, the big hotshot player from from when we were freshmen, Kellen Grady. You know what I mean? Like like you see somebody like that, you know, cute, you know, big and buff, six three, six four, six five. You know, you like man, like 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 why can't I be that? I want to be that, you know. But it, it it doesn't allow you to sit back and be like oh, I can be comfortable being myself. That's something that you have to learn, you know. Yeah, and and I would credit a lot. Um... Of, of that to my to our school uh, NMH I feel like just being exposed to people from different backgrounds like I mentioned earlier um, and exposed to so many op- opportunities to try things out just just really to get to know yourself you know self-awareness is so underrated in today's world I feel like like nobody's talking about it but um, I think getting to know yourself should be the first step to e- everything that's real that's real man. That's real. People walk 80 years on this planet, 100 years on this planet without ever taking a full step back at who you really are and what your role in all this craziness that we live in is. And once you take that step back and you can really look at yourself and it's some again, this is why we created this. Like me and Ron always talk about it's important to look at who you are and realize your role and the ways that you can improve, you know. 
And that's that that's real. People never take that step back to truly account for themselves. Yeah. Um, I think especially like, you know, with with social media going on, like you said, you know, you see all these guys and girls and, and everybody um just looking super nice, uh, all professional <laughs> and and cute, and and you know you can't help but wonder, you know, why can't I be like that? Yeah, and it's totally understandable, but it's definitely something that we got to change, is because it's 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 not healthy. That's whatsoever. real, man. That's real. I was talking to uh, one time. I was talking to my father, and I literally said to him, "Wouldn't the world be so much better <laughs> if we could just delete the internet?" <laughs> but but you know like that like that's the thing like when when you create progress it's not like you can put the genie back in the bottle because of all the adverse effects the the only thing that you can do at that point when we've made progress as a society is to fix yourself you know like that's yeah. what you can do control what you yeah, can control sure. you know exactly stoicism i think that's also another thing that people don't talk about enough is, is stoicism and i'm not talking about you know being emotionless and not being able to feel pain that type of stoicism i'm talking about just the mechanism of of separating what you can control from what you cannot um and i feel like it's a mentality that everybody should have because because why not i mean if you could separate that from uh, you know separate what you can control from what you cannot I guarantee you so many of your worries would go away. Like Absolutely. so many. Absolutely, man. We 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 we've all been there. Like like me and Ron, we would be sitting in the room talking about whatever. Like whatever the trouble was, whatever paper that we couldn't turn in on time, whatever whatever girl it was that wasn't giving us attention, whatever it was, and we would always have to remind ourselves, and that's why it's so important to not just do this with yourself, but also surround yourself with people who can have this mindset as well to be able to remind you like, yo, you cannot control this. You can't control that this deadline is tomorrow. You can't control that she isn't giving you the attention that you want. What you can do is take the step back and channel the, and realize that emotions are just emotions. You as a human being have a certain power within yourself to be able to rise above some of those emotions. And it's so hard to remember that in the moment. Like, <laughs> we've been we've been in a room with different dudes who've been like, no, nah, bro, but I, you know, I I can't, man, I can't. But you can, <laughs> you can. Exactly, honestly, and and this goes back to to you know uh, the impact of social media that we kind of you know we briefly uh, talked about earlier is that you know if you could separate uh, what you can control from what you cannot, then these posts about these. Uh, or these posts of, of models of really, really attractive women or men or and everybody else, uh, they wouldn't affect you because you would realize that you're not in control of, I don't know, for example, your, your looks. You are who you are. You can't change anything about that. And just from changing that mentality uh, would would bring a whole lot of happiness and i think it's so underrated and people don't talk about it enough absolutely man absolutely you know one interesting thing we can talk about with this younger generation is also like like yes yeah, social media is a terrible uh, has had terrible effects um but also like again it's potential for so much greatness 
I mean, I'm a political activist, and whenever, whenever we're trying to organize an event, whenever we're trying to organize a mass action, I cannot tell you the leaps and bounds to which our efficiency has improved because I can just send out a mass invite to hundreds of different people. And all of a sudden, this cause that was just me in my head, and all of a sudden, hundreds of different people learn about it within just a push of a button. Or, you know, like, that's the, the gift that technology has brought us. You know, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's no question that technology and social media and, and all this stuff um, has done an abundance of good for our society. I mean, like you said, for uh, for you, who's a political activist, you need social media to get to your audience. And for me, who is a business major, we need social media to market our product, you know, whatever we're doing. And, and we're actually currently using social media to get to you guys, I mean, the audience right now. Yep. So it's, it's no question that it's done a lot. And I mean, a lot of good yeah. um, to the world. But I mean, a, as, as soon as one solution gets proposed, there will always be more. Uh, problems on the side that arise uh, absolutely you just can't avoid that and 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 you know the problem that we're trying to solve is definitely a byproduct of the solution of technology absolutely we we were talking about this like literally when we saw each other last week like as american capitalism has progressed and so many things that we forget about that have genuinely improved like when you think about vaccinations in the third world, you would think no one's vaccinated there. They're not getting the vaccination for measles and chicken pox. No, I think it was upwards of 80% of the entire world is vaccinated. That's insane. There's internet access has improved by leaps and bounds. Education access improved by leaps and bounds. Like you can go down the list of every measure of social welfare and it's improved, but then there's always the byproduct. Things are more unequal. Things are more this, things are more that. Things are more divided here in America. You know, that's that's always the way yeah. things work. Exactly. And, and I think uh, it's interesting to see the um, the parallel rise of technology and um, numbers like teen suicides, depression and anxiety rates. I mean, I have some numbers right here with me. Um, teen suicides in 2017, um, there were more than six thousand and two hundred cases. Um, and in comparison to two thousand Suicides among ages 15 to 19 rose over 47%. And for ages between 20 and 24, it rose 36%. Yeah. Yeah. Starking. Starking. And and I mean, truly scary, man. Yeah. I, I know correlation does not mean causation, but I think it's pretty clear um, that there is a connection between the rise in social media use and and these numbers. Uh, it's it's no denial that it's had a a significant impact on our generation. Undeniably, undeniably, and, and the soonest that we face that and truly try to spread this idea that maybe you don't have to have every emotion and whim that you feel be predicated upon the amount of likes that you get or the amount of approval that you get from your peers. Why not instead have the sense of self-worth and self-confidence come from within yourself and have goals and have a purpose and have distinct dreams that you are on a path towards and get your worth from that, you know? 
Like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you have like a a, a sense of self worth and self improvement inside of you that's giving you this fulfillment, like in your soul, bro. Like, w- w- like when we're doing this podcast and when I'm doing my political activism and, and you're working on business ventures and trying to help change the world, it's one of the most fulfilling things you can feel, and it is so much more fulfilling than the amount of likes that I'm gonna get on some post. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of sad to see how how shallow the idea of, you know, assessing somebody's self-worth from the number of likes you get. But that is the unfortunate reality that we have to deal with today um, due to social media. I feel that, man. And it doesn't have to be that way. And all we can say is the more people are exposed to that there is a better way and that there are steps to improve yourself, that's the better off the world would be. Yeah, and and it's... I mean, it's it's obvious that education, especially in, you know, undeveloped countries or developing countries, education is the way of changing the people's lives over there, you know, inserting, injecting a sense of self-worth and self-confidence into them. But it's it's kind of ironic how social media is in some way a form of education because they feed us information, but it's actually achieving the opposite. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, bro. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. It, it's crazy how this stuff works. Like when, like, like you can take Capitol Hill for example. Like, like Amazon just kicked off Parler, the the app that they use to organize those actions. Yeah. Like, and 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 you would say, well, that's such an easy solution. Just kick off the social media site. Yes and no, because yeah, there's so many great things that come from social media, and no, because dude, like. <laughs> like, 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 when you look at the feedback cycles that can come from being and stuck in that bubble for so long, but like, think about your average middle-aged, um, say, centrist voter who is watching CNN and watching MSNBC and scrolling through their Facebook feed, and all they're seeing is, "Oh my God, Trump is the demon." Oh my God, uh, uh, Joe Biden is the savior, and that's when that's what they hear, and the adverse for other sides of the aisle, and. To, to break that cycle and truly be an independent thinker takes so much effort, but it's essential. It's essential. It is. It is. You know, I actually, um, it's, it's interesting how you brought it up. Uh, but the other day I was watching a philosophical video on YouTube. Um, it talks about the ideas that I think Socrates had. Um, and, you know, Socrates is pro-democracy, but uh, under one contingency is that only people who are educated enough on whatever they're voting on has the uh, have the ability to vote <clears throat> and of course like that is not feasible in today's world and it's not fair of course but when you think about it it kind of makes sense because if you're not educated on um certain things that you're voting on if you're not an independent thinker and you're just uh following what uh mainstream media feeds you then are you really voting for yourself or are you just giving a vote for those companies that are feeding you the information right (laughs) yeah like you're just you're just voting for mark zuckerberg and whatever you decide to put on your feed that day you know and obviously it's not mark controlling that but it's the algorithm you're just voting for the algorithm you know exactly and that's that's crazy bro that's crazy yeah um I also think that 
uh, social media, like I said, can do a lot of good, but it's, would you say social media has done more good than bad or more bad than good? I think this is a debate that a lot of people have, and I'm very conflicted personally. Bro, I like, think about, we, we were literally having this discussion again last week. We were talking about, it has is the world getting better and is the world in a better place or is the world in a worse place? And when you look at the adverse effects of social media and the living of problems we ain't even got to get into, I truly don't know the answer to that question. Um, all I can say is, like, I honestly don't know. It's a it's a 50-50 thing. Yes, everything that we have done um, in terms of our efficiency and means of production is drastically improved because you have social media right there to make it so seamless. You can advertise seamlessly. You can promote something seamlessly. You can get out a brand, a message, whatever you want, at the click of a button. It's a beautiful thing. But, bro, people are depressed. People are, like, anxious. And, 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 and it's particularly our generation, like, our friends, like, people that we love and support. Like, they are stuck and mired because they, they, they're not getting the instant feedback that they want because there's this hole within themselves that they're constantly trying to fill over and over and over again. So I, I, I don't know really answer that question, but it's a, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I can't answer it either. That's why I asked it in the first place. But um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think social media, like I said, has done a lot of good. But like you said, it's people are depressed. And, and I think, uh, didn't you say that uh, life expectancy in the U.S. has been dropping for the last couple of years? Yeah, it, it, it went on the uptick in 2019, and before that, it was declining in 2017, 2018. In the richest country in the history of the world. <laughs> you know? That's crazy, exactly. man. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. I, I mean, there's there's so many factors behind that. you know. And, and we talk about how to empower people and bring opportunity to people. Um, at least in America, this is something that we're going to have to truly face opportunity is not something that's distributed equally here. Um, and the goal, I think, of a society, I mean, you look at the philosophical works of John Rawls, Hobbes, um, these are people that you're going to learn by any intro to poli-sci class or whatever. Like, They're, they're going to talk about the best way to structure a society is to have equal opportunity. And truth be told, that's not something that's present here in America. And you see the adverse effects of that when life expectancy is declining. And you think things are becoming increasingly unequal. Um, and, and, and there's a, there's a plus and a minus to that. And for us, we're not policymakers right now. We're a bunch of, we're, we're 18 year old kids out here speaking into a microphone. What we're trying to give you all is empowerment tools to take what this world has given you and improve yourself, improve yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Well, how about, how about we talk a little bit about, um, how empowered our organization is, you know, planning to solve this problem or at least uh, lend a helping hand uh, to those who are also solving the same problem. Hell yeah, man. Well, one for us, man, um, as the pandemic eases, obviously we have the vaccine coming out and being distributed into communities. What we're trying to be doing moving forward is being able to reach out to schools um, speak to schools, be able to reach out to these kids and give them the tools that we're speaking in, into this microphone right now and bring it directly to them 
um, engage them, bring them to different activities, do what we can. Um, just make sure the youth know that there's someone out there who's trying to uh, give them a pathway towards truth and eventually, hopefully, towards prosperity. Um, we're going to be putting out a lot of different social media content like this podcast, but also on Instagram, um, Twitter, um, any medium that we can. Um, and ultimately also uh, be able to do some Q&A, some panels. So just trying to spread positivity yeah. and love, man. Exactly. Ultimately, obviously, the goal is to directly be in contact with uh, the audience that we're trying to impact, you know, the the kids, the high school students that that are uh, truly the victims of this problem. Um, but obviously, like Drake said, we are currently in a global pandemic. Uh, we've been in this situation for the last year or so. So we weren't able to uh, safely uh, do what we want, uh, which is talk to students directly in schools through through activities or through speeches or whatnot. Um, so as of right now, our main uh, form of communication with you guys would be through our podcast, obviously. Love doing podcasts. And, and like Drake said, we're, all, we're also on all forms of uh, uh, every platform you can think of pretty much. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know. Maybe we'll get on TikTok, Drake. Yeah, TikTok will be popping though. <laughs> TikTok will be popping. Yo, yo, this is something we also talk about. Like, Ron, Ron's been on TikTok now, like for a hot minute. But before we were both not on TikTok. Um, I think I think TikTok is a really. It's definitely like the next evolution of where social media is going for for good and bad. Um, I don't know. Like, like it's it's probably it's probably like the ultimate capitalization of what they've been trying to do for a while like it is so addictive and it is so easy to get into a trend and to stay on that trend for hours <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean if you think about if you think about the evolution of these social media apps right uh what's the earliest you can think of like facebook right facebook yeah, yeah myspace and- back in the day bro my MySpace, right? Yeah. And then Facebook. And then there's Vine, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat. And and I feel like uh TikTok, the reason why they're so successful in such a short amount of time is that they the platform of TikTok is essentially a culmination of all those previous uh, all the platforms that came before them. You know, you, you kinda see an aspect of Vine in it. Yeah. How, uh, it's in video 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 formats yeah. um, and then you can also see instagram um, you can see a little bit of facebook um how how people use tiktok to educate people now um i've been seeing a lot of cooking videos recently i don't know why but <laughs> people use tiktok to educate people um, yeah yeah i think it's people just come uh TikTok just combines all the features that people really enjoyed in uh, really enjoyed in the platforms that came before them and just put all of them together and created TikTok and that's why it's so addicting and of course the algorithm is ridiculous <laughs> they're always ridiculous they're always ridiculous <laughs> like t- TikTok I remember um you passed me your phone one day and I would like and I and I scrolled through TikTok and I would after about 10 minutes of scrolling through and just finding a trend and just sticking to it, like whatever it was, oh, it was a funny video or I saw some attractive female and I was just like, wow, this is, 
powerful. I need to stop right now before I get hooked on this thing. And like, if 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 it's so easy to, because I think this is like the 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 kind of like the gold rush for people. It's like the social media gold rush. Like, oh my God, I can really hit big and become a TikTok star so easily overnight. Like Addison Ray. I don't even know all of them. Just like, like you name it. Like you'll, you'll meet somebody and they'll be like, I got 50,000 likes on TikTok. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, people can just go viral in, in a snap of a finger. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, there's over 500 million users already. That's more than the entire United States. <laughs> and how long has TikTok been truly relevant? Like a year or two? That's crazy, man. That's yeah. crazy, and 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 the people behind them, I'm certain, are getting rich, and you know, and and that's the again the plus and minus of how things go, bro. This it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Exactly. Let's see. We're, I think we've touched on pretty much everything we wanted to touch on here. Um, anything you want to close out on, or? Um, not really. Uh, just I just. I mean, I just really hope you guys enjoy the podcast format of, of educating you guys on our uh, core values of self-awareness, stoicism, and pursuit of happiness. Uh, I really think that this organization can do a lot of good uh, moving forward in the next five, ten years, hopefully. Um, and yeah, this is just the start. How about you, Drake? Man, you know it's just the start, bro. That's why we call it the ascent, man. The ascent, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Only up from here. You, yeah, man. It's love and positivity at all times, man. Like, you know, this is something that um, a lot of people forget, you know, when, when things get tough and you see crazy things like what happened in Capitol Hill, like what's happened the last four years with, um, you know, Mr. Orange, man. You know, things, <laughs> things get divisive, things get rough. And you have to remember that we are all human beings at the end of the day. And it's better to spread love and positivity and remember to be self-aware, to remember to control what you can control and pursue that happiness, pursue the happiness bag at all times. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Always just go for happiness, man. Um, I think, I think well, we should just slightly talk about uh, how we're going to continue to do this podcast moving forward, because this is obviously our first episode. So we have no guests and it's just me and you talking, but I think from from now uh, from the next episode, uh, we'll hopefully have a guest, right? Yeah, we could definitely get something going with uh, guests. Um, we can try to bring on some people in Sunrise. Um, I also have a, f- a few actors. I'm gonna leave that as a special thing for y'all. Maybe we bring somebody on. Y'all might know. So yeah, it's gonna be cool, man. Yeah. So I mean, this is not a political podcast. It's just really. Me and Drake trying to uh, hear other people's stories and have them educate us as we educate you guys um, on how to live a better and happier and healthier life. Um, yeah. Shoot. Well, I guess we outro. Till next time, it's been your boy Drake. It's been Ron. It's been Ron, and we'll see you in two weeks. Peace out, y'all. Love and positivity.